3: Hey, welcome back everyone to the Flow Track Podcast. I'm Kevin He's Gordon. Podcast at gmail.com is the email address. And also subscribe to the Flow Track Podcast YouTube channel where you can get all of our great content. Gordon, over on the Flowtrack YouTube channel, you posted a new edition of the NCAA track and field show. What is it about this week?
1: It's about the NCAA track and field. Uh first okay. of all, I gotta say I've recorded that episode at like 1:40 in the morning. It was not a good idea. I was right. up too late. I couldn't figure out what I was mm-hmm. going to talk about. But then I realized mm-hmm. I know what I'm getting. I know the topic. I want to talk about the athletes who haven't run yet. We have a lot of athletes mm-hmm. missing. There are notable athletes mm-hmm. who I think can win an NCAA title or finish top three who have yet to step on the indoor track. And so it was a big call to the people out there to find these people. On these athletes are they missing? Are they hurt? Are they redshirting? What is going on? Um, some of the notable people, like Florida's Joseph Fambula, who won the best sprinters mm-hmm. in, yeah. you'd say the world, really. He's won 1991. He's on mm-hmm. the Bowerman mid indoor watch list. That's how good he is. He is on the Bowerman mid indoor watch list, and he has yet to run a single meter in 2020.
3: Yeah. That's how you know minutes. who's on my Bowerman watch list, Gordon? Who? Everybody. I just watch it all. I got my eyes everywhere.
0: Okay. Right.
3: I'm not going to not watch somebody. Because if someone's on a watch – say you're watching a race or you're watching a meet and there's only three people on the watch list. Does that mean I have to ignore everything else? That doesn't seem fair. No, I'm going to watch That's all the rules. of it. Yeah.
1: Those are um, the rules, bro.
3: So we got – We got that show. Also, Carl Lewis did a race breakdown looking at Lamont Marcel Jacobs, one of his indoor races from last year, which was interesting because he just opened up his indoor season, we saw in Berlin, and he ran a pretty similar race if you look at the two. The one in Berlin was a little quicker this year, but uh, Carl breaks that race down and also gets into why Jacobs was able to win at the Olympic final talks about other people in the field as well too but describes why Jacobs was able to pull that upset uh also this weekend track is up it's on uh on the YouTube page and on our site I talk about the Usain Bolt Tyreek Hill tweet off tweet tweet Athlon something Mondo almost got the world record a couple times um so you can check that out on the site had a lot of fun doing that one before we go any further this podcast, Gordon, is sponsored by Hoka, just introduced the most advanced spike shoe yet, the Cielo X, powered by the propulsion of carbon, the Cielo MD for mid-distance, which Gordon has. You showing that, Gordon? There it is. And then the Cielo LD for distance, which I am showing to the camera for those of you who are watching on YouTube, right?
2: Now. There they are. What do you think?
1: I think they're great spikes. I haven't I haven't worn mine yet, I'm going to be honest, because mm-hmm. it's a little cold out and I'm not doing mm-hmm. track workouts, but if I were doing a track workout, this would be yeah, the yeah. shoe I put on. Right now, I'm not putting on spikes. I'm not ready for that type of training.
3: But mm-hmm. soon, soon I will be training in the spikes. Got that carbon fiber plate uh hoka.com is the website. Hoka.com, hoka faster forward. Thank them for sponsoring the pod. Uh are we gonna see your dunk video today, or is that a Friday thing? Your first attempt at the dunk?
1: I think we might have to save that for Friday.
3: Okay, that's a yeah. Friday show thing. All right. It's a Friday Fair show. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Save Cole, get ready. Fire up all the cool motion graphics at your disposal for Gordon's dunk debut. We're I'm gonna so preview. Excited. Some meet's coming up, uh, I and mean, we'll, we'll touch on some notable college results as well too, and you want to talk about trade deadline things, which we'll do in the back half of the show. I guess I, I have to say I want to do that too, since we're a team here. We are going to talk about trade deadline stuff, fictitious track and field deadline, trade deadline uh, stuff at the end of the show. But let's start with the BU Valentine meet, which is this weekend live on Track. The entries are out, Gordon, and they are star-studded, to say the least, on the distance side of things. When you look at the women's entries, you have a big Bowerman contingent there. Gabrielle Dubuque-Stafford, Elise Cranny, Courtney Frericks, Wendy Kalati is also entered. Uh, Ellie Hennis is in there. On the men's side, also super deep and Bowerman heavy. Mohamed, Woody Kincaid, Grant Fisher, Mark Scott, Sean McGordy, Evan Jager, Lopez LeMong. You throw in Shadrach kip cheer cheer hillary Bohr, emmanuel Bohr, drew hunter bernard keeter adrian wildshot um for the from the NCAA. connor Mance is in there as well i mean this is going to be a completely stacked race these times and, and these fields are just bursting at the seams gordon
1: yeah i mean starting with the the women's field um i'm excited to see what these Bowerman women are up to we saw uh Stafford run well at the New Balance Grand Prix Mm -hmm. so we haven't really seen the the bulk of the women's team at Bowerman running this either this 3k this mile or 5k and seeing them in the 5k is going to be exciting um I'm trying to figure out who has the standard so typically when Mm -hmm. Schumacher goes out for the indoor season he runs an indoor 5k because that's his chance to basically get the, the world outdoor standard out of the way. And so when yeah. I'm looking at who has the 5K outdoor standard, they all already have it. So, mm-hmm. you know, Chris Schweizer already has it. Cranny already has it. Um, maybe a few don't. I mean, I guess you could say Courtney Frerichs technically doesn't have the 5K outdoor world standard. So maybe this is a whole big race for her. help her get through um but typically these women are going to be eyeing you know a sub 15 pace race um Mm -hmm. trying to get a good hard effort we're not sure if the bowerman women are going all in on indoor season yet um they do have already i think locked in the 3k indoor standard which Mm -hmm. i believe when i bring up the women's 3k indoor standard Uh, Alicia Monson, Wayney Kalati, Elle Purier, Emma Coburn, and Ella Donahue are the only American women with the 3K standard. That might have been changed after New Bounce. I should have have looked this up, so I apologize if I'm off. Check out everyone who has a standard on our website, for the record. Um, But, yeah, I mean, I'm Mm -hmm. just interested to see how the Bowerman women are going to debut, right? Mm Where is their fitness at? We know schweizer is coming off an injury so she won't be there but how fit is Freericks? Who, who's gonna like Cray, show up and, cr- like cranny like how fit is cranny I mean, mm-hmm. she had a great mm-hmm. 2021 summer um didn't have the greatest mm-hmm. olympic but it was also her her first olympic debut so that's okay yeah um, but yeah i'm excited to see how it is what do you think the over-unders what do you say the over-under for the winner in the women's 5k is
3: I want to say it's going to be something quick, like 1450. Do you think that's too ambitious?
1: No, I think that's the new 1510. Okay. You know,
3: I think if Dubu Stafford is obviously in shape, she's obviously ready to roll, even though that was a rust buster for her. When you run as fast as she did, breaks the Canadian record in that 3k. So she comes back and, and she, applies that same type of effort. We could see something quicker than 14:50 obviously, but if they're just trying to stay together, which I'm assuming is what they're going to do, I think a time around there would make sense. Um I mean she ran 8:33 in the 3k. You can do the math and she had speed to burn over that last lap too. I think she could have gone even earlier. Like that was a dominant performance for debut Stafford. Cranny was so solid last year and Versatile as well, too. So I think she'll have no problem adjusting to running a quick one. Kaladi, I'm interested in because I think she could, she could beat her PB outdoors or indoors because it's 1458 that she set last year. She is going, she seems like the type of person who, okay, we've agreed on a pace, we're going to run it, but with a mile to go, is going to go for it. And I think that's exactly what this type of race needs to get it over the hump um to make sure it's really, really quick. But yeah, this is, this, is a, this is a solid group here, and this is going to be a fast. Uh, I don't really see any way around it being a fast. And then someone like Henness is interesting. She's coming off. You know, She won that double at Camel City um, over the past weekend. So we know she's in good shape as well, too. Can she make a bit of a leap to, to close the gap with this group? A lot of things to watch for.
1: Yeah, and then when you go down 2,000 meters into the 3K – I'm excited to see yeah. Vanessa Frazier there. She's clearly running that to get the world indoor standard. And Russell Mercy Chalengat. Mercy Chalengat's kind of laid low this indoor season. She was mm-hmm. top of mind during cross-country season. Um, she ended up not getting the victory over Whitney Orton. Uh, but mm-hmm. we kind of forget how good she is. She's kind of been not... She's been running a few races, but none of them have been like spectacular, like beating the field mm-hmm. by multiple seconds. So I'm excited to see what she does against a field that's gonna have Vanessa Fraser, Lauren Ryan of Florida State, Kaylee Delay of Yale, Sarah Lancaster, Austin zone, mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. running the three K. We'll be excited for her to see what she does. She's for those who don't know, Sarah Lancaster, UT alum. She played tennis, basketball, and then took on track late in her in her life mm-hmm. and was able to qualify for the Olympic trials. Um she's kind of a good, cool story. So she's running the three K. That'll be exciting. Um but yeah Vanessa Frazier and Mercy Chilling got kind of see what happens there.
3: So, yeah, well, and Julianne Stolly of New Balance, Boston, too. I think watch out for her. Um, she's been running well. Yeah, the Florida State crew that's 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 our interesting um bunch to watch there in the in the women's 3K. Uh, what about women's mile before we switch over to the men? Do we have anything in the women's mile going on? Or sorry, the women's eight or uh,
1: the mile. women's eight? There's no, it's a uh, Pretty interesting. Um, Juliet Whitaker is back. So Mm -hmm. running an 800, high school kid, running an 800, see what she does. Um, Emily Mm -hmm. Richards, uh, it's probably like a two-flat. It's not as deep as um, the three-k's and five-k's, but I think the question you can get is Roshan Willis, who's running. Roshin. Roshin, I apologize. Man, I'm really bad at names. She's running. She's she keep going be eyeing up. She going. She's going to be obviously eyeing the, the high school record. Uh, this will be like mm-hmm. attempt number three of the year. Um, see if that can happen. Yeah. Women's Mile,
3: Lucia Stafford. That'll be your Bowerman debut sister of Gabrielle Debut, Stafford. lot to watch for. Yeah. All right, men. Men.
2: Men, let's, men. men. men.
3: Let's talk about the men. We'll start with the 5,000. I'll run through the names again. Ahmed, Kincaid, Fisher, Chalanga, Scott, McGordy, Kipchirchir, Jager, Jaeger, LeMong, Tuntivate, Hillary Bohr, Emmanuel Bohr. I mean, the list goes on and on. Bernard Keeter. Again, I'm interested. Drew Hunter to see what he's going to do. Connor Mance. Time-wise, what do you think they're going to be aiming for?
1: Uh, it's definitely going to be sub-13-10 pace that they could probably be eyeing. They're definitely going to be eyeing the whatever the world standard is. What's the world standard outdoors for... The 5K, you know, I can bring it up. It is
2: 13,
1: 13, 13.5. So that's the, that's what they're going to be eyeing. They're going to be eyeing to break 13, 13.5. Um, mm-hmm. And I think they're going to smash it. They'll probably run all in the 13 O's. Again, heat three of this BU 5K on the men's side is 13:35 pace. So if heat three mm-hmm. is 13:35 pace. You got to imagine they're, they're, they're trying to rip it in that heat one. And I'm excited to see a lot of these names. We've already seen yeah. a few. Like we've seen Drew Hunter run a good 3K. We've seen Connor Manson at 3K. Um, mm-hmm. But the name I'm looking forward to most of all these names, can you guess who I'm looking forward to most to seeing? Evan Jager.
2: No. That was my pick. No, no.
3: It's going to be someone off the board. I don't know. You
1: guess all right. It's Lopez Lamont.
3: Okay. Because
1: Lopez Lamont not has had a <laughs> Lopez Lamont has had a wild career, right? Obviously he had his yeah. great start. He's running the eight hundreds and the fifteen hundreds. Uh, then you kind of feel like it might be over for him because he went on like a one to three year stint of like just not being relevant. But then all of a sudden he got reinvigorated and in twenty was it twenty seventeen or nineteen, he starts dominating the ten K, going up head to head with you know, Chalimo and the five, and we have these back, mm-hmm. and forth, back and forth battle. And it's like, wow, Lopez LeMong is finding like a new, it's, he's kind of like a Tom Brady-esque career, where he's like in his mm-hmm. later 30s, he's finding ways to still be relevant. And then yeah. he thought that was going to basically continue forever, or at least until he's, he wants to stop it himself. But then he got injured in 2021. Yeah. And you kind of didn't know what would have happened if Lopez LeMong was in that 5K. I mean, would Chalimo have gotten beat and like because of the mm-hmm. dynamic having three Bowerman guys going one two three yeah. and a five k? I don't I don't think Chalimo would have lost. That means one of Kincaid Fisher, one of them made the Olympics in that in that five. I don't know. I'm excited though to see how fit he is. Is he still going to be the Lopez Lemong of a few years ago? This guy has a, a knack of fighting Father Time. And I'm excited to see what he does here in his 2022 debut. So, Lopez LeMong is the guy I'm really excited to watch.
3: I went with Jaeger for similar reasons, coming off of an injury. And the steeple last year, not just in the United States, but worldwide, kind of stayed put. It's not like there was this big jump up in time and there's all these new guys who are blowing the previous... Champions out of the water. Like if Jagger can get back near to where he was, he's going to be a factor once again in the steeple. So I want to see w- within the confines of this race, can he run a solid 5,000? Right? Because right now, if you're sticking with Woody Kincaid and Grant Fisher and Mohamed in a 5,000, your prospects are pretty good. Not only for the 5,000, but especially for a ten thousand in the case of LeMong or in a steeplechase like Evan Jager. So that's what I'm most interested in. I'm pretty confident the other Bowerman guys are going to be solid. They're going to be ready to go, and we know what they're going to do. But I think Jager is is one to watch. Um, I have a I have a guarantee though in this race. Do you want to know my guarantee?
1: Yeah, what's your guarantee?
3: I guarantee you that Connor Mance will PR.
1: Yes, I can. <laughs>
3: Do you it's know from, what his PR is?
1: In the five k, like thirteen yeah, twenty in, four or something like that.
3: Okay, you got it exactly oh. right. <laughs> I don't know. I do maybe know. I, is I, look it, is 13, I look at stats a lot. Thirteen twenty four. That's outdoors. Now indoors, I'm not even. I'm not even talking about indoors. I'm about, oh, he's getting an overall five thousand PB. Yeah. So he's going to smash that. Well, that's I, not I the believe. case with a lot of these. A lot of these guys in the field, it's like their PBs are 13.05 or 12.58 well, 50. or something. Yeah. yeah, it's it's not a guarantee. But you're looking at this. I do not envy the people who have to make the heats because where's the cutoff line here?
1: I know, I was saying
2: the same thing. Heat? Like, They're if you're
1: Dylan Maggard, you're like, you better let me in. I'm currently 15th in, in line on these entries. You better let me in on that that heat. But then you're like, Drew Hunter's like, I want to be in there too. I'm freaking Drew Hunter. Yeah. I qualified yeah. for a world team in twenty nineteen and just got hurt. So you gotta let me in. Yeah. Everyone's gonna have a, a reason to be in or out. Um and then you have the college kids. The college kids are like, Hey, I wanna I wanna run something yeah. quick. Um, here's my question. There's a lot of guys, right? Mohamed, can k all the the Bowerman crew, basically all the Bowerman men. Then you got yep. you know, people like Shadrach Kip Churcher and the two boar guys and a few others. I'm going to challenge you, Kevin. We're, pl- we're yeah. doing some horse racing. We're doing some horse racing uh, predictions. I will give you, I will buy you your own dinner. I'll buy you a dinner. My own dinner? You won't buy me di- someone else's uh, dinner? No, I'll buy you a dinner. Nice dinner. Okay. If you can correctly predict the exact order of the top four finishers.
3: All right. And here's the thing. If I correctly
1: predict it, you're buying me a dinner.
3: Some of these guys are pacing, though, and I don't know who's pacing. Do you know who's pacing? That's part of the
1: game. That's part of the game. Yeah, that's part of it.
3: Pacers. All right. Well, I'm not going to overthink it. I'll go Ahmed, one. Fisher, two. Scott,
2: three. Kincaid, four. all
1: right so you're not really overthinking it you're going pretty no you're going chalky no yeah
2: that's how i get this dinner that's how you get this dinner
1: okay i'm going with
2: i think ahmed no yeah i think ahmed wins so i agree with you there i think I think Scott gets second. Mm-hmm. I think – I'm going to be a little wild here. I think Kip Churcher takes third.
1: Shaddy.
3: Going oh, my boy Shaddy. It's not a bad pick. And you, then – You assume he's not You assume he's not pacing. So that's – you get bonus points there because you know he's going to finish the race.
1: Yeah, and then I'm going to go with a McCourt T. I'm going Sean McGordy for four.
2: All right. So what's your four? Mohamed,
1: Mark Scott, Shaddy, and then McCordy. That's my order. So what's happen. what going to happen? We're going to a steakhouse. What are you, You're paying.
3: Are you this thinking that happening. Fisher's rabbiting? Is that your bet? Fisher and Kincaid are rabbits? Or they're just going to get beat? Uh,
1: my bet is that, well, first of all, Graham Fisher is listed as unattached. So
3: I just think that might be a little bit of a
1: hint that he might be pacing because he's listed as unattached. Why else? Why Why would that matter? I don't know. Why is he listed unattached? Maybe he meant to write pacer and they wrote unattached or something like (laughs) that. I don't know. Also, I just feel like Kade and Fisher have the least to prove. You know, they're like, we already got our standards. We're thinking long-term. This 5k doesn't mean as much to us as now if they were running like a 3K, I would put like Fisher yeah. Kincaid, one, two or something like that. But because they're in the 5K, yeah. Yeah, I just have yeah, this yeah. feeling that it's not as necessary for them. And Shaddy, well, the I feel like, yeah. has to something to prove because he's coming back from injury. McGordy, obviously, yes. with the whole three K steeple. Mohamed is just the best. And then Mark Scott Here's- is freaking Mark Scott. And Mark Scott always finds ways to win
3: these types of races. <laughs> so that's why I won't. Mark this. Scott is free. I think the race is important for LeMong, Jager, Kip Chirchir, I'm talking among this first tier, and Drew Hunter. Like Those are the people who I think really need a solid outing. But if you're asking me for picks, that's who I'm going with my top four. I'm not reading into Fisher listed as unattached. I'm just going to. All right.
1: So we have, if one of us gets his top four in a row, we get a dinner. Yeah. But here's going to be the kicker. We get a week, a week of dinners. If you can correctly predict the winning time as well to the 10th of a second.
3: Oh, it, it, that, that's easy. It's going to be 1303.7.
2: Okay. Yeah. No
1: rounding up because if it's 1303.69, you don't get credit.
3: I'm going to go with – Well, it's obviously not going to be that. Well – just, that's
1: you need to have more confidence in your decision-making, Kevin, because I'm going to get a week of steak dinners from you. I'm going with yeah. 13. I'm going to go with
2: 1305.8.
3: You know, I'm watching this uh, clip that we have rolling on here where it was uh, Kip cheer cheer and company, but it reminded me of last year. Remember when Boar beat Chalimo? I think maybe we're underrating Boar. That's true. We yeah. probably are under right. Other Other races of note, that 3K, you got Yared Negus in there. Very exciting to see Yared Negus race. Amos Bartlesmeyer of Bowerman is in there. And then in the mile, you're going to have Josh Thompson of Bowerman um, against a, a pretty solid field there. You got Charlie Grice, James Randon, uh, Casey Neville Neil Gorley. So I would expect Thompson to win that race, but I just have no idea what type of shape he's in right now.
1: Yeah, the mile field is also kind of very deep because you look at, like, Matthew Payamps, I hope I said his name, the guy who just ran 355 literally a week ago is seated 18th. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously they grouped, like, the college kids separate from the pros. It looks like that's what they were doing, kind of. Let the college kids race each other. Like I feel like we're gonna go maybe four heats deep of sub fours. Like mm-hmm. that's a that's another. It's it's, this is gonna be a, a free ice cream cone. Free ice cream. We're giving
3: away all sorts of stuff.
1: We're getting ice cream cones. What heat do you think we can get to? Four
2: heats of the winter running sub four. Yeah, of course. Of course. Four, so yes. let's say they're
1: 12 yeah. to a heat that means you have to get to someone like Devin Pancake be, of Utah State what? do you think a man whose last name is pancake can run sub 4 first of all that is a great
3: name devin hold on pancake yeah i was going to say of utah state pre uh he's on my all-name team watch list actually With, no he's JP just getting Trojan? It. he's, he's is Joe P. Trojan in this race? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, Joe P. Trojan. And... <laughs> all right. We need, to call, we need to call Lincoln in to see if we can have him commentate that race. Uh, special request. Yeah, because I, I think there will be one guy. I'm not going to say four, 48 people aren't going to run under four, but I'm sem, someone is going to have a standout race in that, in that heat and get, I think, four heats. Let's we'll just, have some four people. Let's just
1: yeah. put all of our money, let's put all the chips on Devin Pancake. What is Devin Pancake going to run? What's his,
3: what's his PB? Give me some Devin Pancake stats. Devin Pancake. Oh my God. This is like
2: this guy, man. Cool. All right. So he's run a 402
1: mile. Okay. A, 230, so. a 231 1K and a 345 1500. So 402 mile. He's there. He's close. Yeah. He finished sixth at the Mountain West 1500 final last year outdoors. Devin. I'm doing it. I'm giving it to him. We're going Pancake, man. This is your year. 359,
3: 402? 402 in a race that's going to be that deep on a track that fast? Okay, here we got his Instagram up here. Zero posts. His first post is going to be him breaking four. That's what it's going to be. I keep a low profile on social media too, so I I respect that. Uh, Utah State's Devin Pancake. Put that on the prediction board, Gordon. 359. He's doing it. It's, it on, it's on the board. Okay. There it is. All right. You're on the board, Devin. Just got to lace him up and go. It's all that's left now. Uh, you want to talk about Nagoose briefly?
1: Yeah. I mean, uh, Nagoose also kind of been staying low, but not really. I mean, he ran 354, 355, like it's season not very low. A mile. Not really low, but you know, it's kind of like. He had, he ran it at a home meet. You know, it's not as fun when you're just doing your a solo time trial. Be excited to see him race at BU. Um, Notre Dame clearly is coming here with a purpose. Notre Dame probably could have easily gone to a more Midwest type meet, but they're coming out to Boston to chase mm-hmm. fast times. I know his teammate Dylan Jacobs is in the, the 5K, so Nagus here focus on this 3K. I mean, he's probably going to rip a fast one. My question is, will anyone be with him? Like, will Bartoszmeyer be able to handle Nagus's running low 740s? I don't know. Like, I look at this field, and I feel like Nagus might just have no one with him with 400 meters to
3: go. I would think Bartoszmeyer's in good shape, though. But we know Nagus is in good shape. We're thinking another person is, but we know that Nagus is in good shape. I love him at this distance. I think this is a great distance for him. And I'm sure he's just gonna latch right onto the pacer, and it's gonna be quick. What's the all-time? Can we pull up the all-time list for 3K? Let's let's try to figure out where Nagoose would sit on that all-time list. Lists indoor I,
1: for college.
3: I, yes, not <laughs> not world record. World. I'm not. To, I don't. I don't think he's gonna go in the 720s. I'm not gonna go that far. But I I think hey, we can see a time. I think we could see a time that gets on this list, is what I'm saying. All right,
1: so 738, I'll Craig from 2004. Mm-hmm. Then Cesarek is second with a 740 from 2016. Fisher, McDonald from 2019, on uh, 742. Lowey, 742. Yeah. Morgan, Beatles come from this year. 743. Yeah, yeah. From Can you last run faster year.
3: than that?
1: Yeah, I mean. Can you
3: run faster than Beatles come?
1: Yeah, I mean, I like Beetle Scum. We, we're, we're now a Beetle Scum podcast I, officially. I picked him for the five. I know five. we're sponsored by Hoka, but when this deal is up, we're getting a Beetle Scum <laughs> deal.
3: Um, yeah. So if he runs faster than Beetle he's going to be in the top. Well, Beetle Scum was fifth or sixth? Sixth. So I six. six, can move right. him into the – yeah, that can move him five. I, mean, I, I, I kind of feel like he should go
2: for
1: the, he should go for the record. You know? What else do you have to prove, man? He's already won NCAA titles. He's an Olympian. Like, he's run fast 1,500. Like, I think the only problem is,
3: is, is the race going to be fast enough, is the question. Yeah. Now, Yard Nagus is the one who issued in the phrase, prelim time is PR time, because he soloed ACC's and ran, ran 335. So, I don't know if he needs a ton of people, but it's just going to be a different race than what that Milrose race was when Beatles come ran, where he could just sit in with the pack and get pulled along. So he, in order to do it, he's going to have to do a lot of work, but I just think his, his history indicates with in, indicates a fast three K time.
1: Yeah. Cause basically I'm, I was looking at the three K descending oral lists. I think it's going to look like you're going to need to run sub 750 to qualify. I think 749 is going to be the cutoff. And I think he could easily go out there and run 7:47 and just be like, "All right, I'm in." Yeah. But like, why fly all the way to Boston?
3: Yeah, yeah, yep. For a 7:47,
1: you know, go there and run freaking 7:40, 7:41, hell, 7:39. Make it, have some fun with it.
3: We know he's in. He's got the speed right now. He talked about his mile time. Strength wise, he's always been solid in cross country. I think the three thousand is a great distance for him. I, yeah, I, I think he's going to get in the top five and perhaps even flirt with the collegiate record for a bit. There, I would not put it out of reach for him.
1: So yeah, watch BU live on Flow Track. We have a few other meets live on Flow. Uh, we'll probably preview some of those on Friday. Um, yeah, we have the Iowa State Classic, which always has good mm-hmm. some good distance races. Don Kirby, Elite Invitational. So we'll have some good sprint races over there in New Mexico. And then another World Athletics Indoor Tour meet in Metz, France. Have you ever been Mm. to Metz, France? Have you ever been there?
3: Never been to France.
1: Never been to France?
3: I've been to France. No. You're a man of the globe, Gordon. Man of the
1: globe. You and uh, one of our colleagues were debating about like, you guys are like competing against each other for most states visited.
3: Yeah, we have a Google Doc about- Can, I get, on
1: the, can who, I
3: get on this competition? Yeah, we, you can share And then we have countries and then we have state capitals. So it's a three-way competition. Oh, wow. who's been the most. But he was ahead of me when it started. We kind of jinxed it because then the pandemic happened. And then it stayed the same for a really long time. The Google Doc did not get much action, but then now it's firing up again. But he, Brian was, you know, miles away, he's, he's traveling around a lot of places. Um, my weakness is the South. His, I don't remember, I think he was like Upper Plains was, was tough for him. I mean, Upper Plains is tough for everybody, like North Dakota, South Dakota. Those are, uh, Montana, not a lot of people go there. Alaska. Um, but I was weak in the South, but that's where I'm, I'm strengthening things. Went to Florida last year for the first time. That was exciting. And then, do we want to reveal what we're going to be next week?
2: North Carolina.
3: That'll be the yeah, first time workouts. for me in North Carolina. Yeah, and then I'm going to go to Arkansas later. First time in Arkansas. So I'm going to get, I'm going to check two off here so yeah Yeah. i will share the, the doc with you
1: i know people who are listening now or watching or whatever flow track workout wednesdays are making a hard 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 return coming soon we're gonna have a lot of workout wednesdays in 2022 it's very exciting we got the list we got the dates planned we got the athletes the coaches on board um Past few years, we haven't done many workouts, right? Pandemic hit, things like that here and all over the place. But mm-hmm. we're back to normal. 2022 is going to be the year of the workout Wednesday. Uh, we'll start off strong. The first workout Wednesday is probably going to hit uh, end of February, beginning of March. And then yep. every week, man, we're going to have workouts throughout the whole year. So it's going to be exciting. We're going on our first workout Wednesday trip in North Carolina. Um, yeah. Visit some of those North Carolina schools. Um, my goal is to get a workout Wednesday with the Duke men's basketball team. I haven't figured that out (laughs) yet. I'm going to go coach K to ask him to teach me how to dunk. Yeah. Do you think coach K coaches his athletes how to dunk? No. Do you think he has like, what if coach K
3: said, I'll give you the workout, but you have to spell my last name?
1: I wouldn't be able I I mean,
3: how many letters can you get in coach, coach K's name? Last name. Let me see how far you can go. This is like pi, reciting pi. How many, how many letters can you go? with I don't
1: know if I can go to the second sense. letter.
3: Okay, go. Give me a guess. What's the first letter? K. Good. One. What's second?
2: It's a mix. It's either W, Z, Y, or R. Okay, what's your guess?
1: Is it what's one of those? Guess? I need help. I'm asking Lifeline. Yes, it y. is one of those. Why?
3: No wrong wrong you got you are you do you do not get to do the workout R yeah it's actually when you when you look at it it's not that k-r-z-y-z K-R-Z. and then Uski. Yeah. yeah and then Uski, or you could say zooski so k-r-z-y and then Zuski. just be prepared to,
1: to spell it when you're looking at it on your screen Kevin
3: well, I just have never written it out. I've never had the need to written it out. There's names in track and field that are more complicated than that that I have in my head now because I've written them so many times. I'm just saying be prepared if this is the challenge for Workout Wednesday. Um, yeah, we're going to Duke's campus North- for a workout. So that's why we might try to get a Coach K workout on the side. A little bonus clip
1: and like doing some plyometrics.
3: There you go. Um, speaking of North Carolina, UNC will be at Penn Relays. It's exciting adding to the list. We got a solid uh, solid squad here. Um they've been uh I'm reading the quote from Chris Miltenberg. Having been to Penn with teams from both the East and the West Coast, we couldn't be more excited to bring a full track team back to the Penn Relays. there is experience unmatched, we can't wait to hear the Saturday crowd back in the stands after two years away. So obviously they got a very young team there on the women's side, the distance side. So it'll be fun to see damn it Penn. and the teams are all trickling in gordon all the announcements every week it's pretty exciting it's building
1: what do you think yo Milt has done a great job so far he took a team that was kind of just like you know not really relevant in the acc let alone the national level and obviously hmm. he's been able to get the women's team like in a very short time back on the map yeah. with a great recruiting class um and they're just you know they got Brendan Brown there, like they. Mm. He's been able to put them together, but now the, and the men were like, "Ooh, it's gonna be hard to get the men on board." But when you look at what he's done, I mean, yeah, he has four guys who have run 4:01 or faster in the indoor track, like Parker Wolf, star freshman Jesse Hunt, mm. who's run 4:01, Ethan Strand, a freshman 4:01, and Alex Osberg, who's a like a 60 year senior 4:01. But like, yeah, he's done that. He's gotten Parker Wolf. This young kid runs 7:52 in a 3K. I know we're talking about like Newberry Park and all these young teenagers running well, but like Parker Wolf running 7:52, it's pretty impressive. He's, mm-hmm. he's he's a freshman. Like, how old is Parker? Wolf? Yeah, is he even like? I think he's nine. He's nineteen.
3: Is he 19? I think.
1: Yeah.
0: Nineteen. Yeah, nineteen-year-old
3: running 7:52.
0: It's pretty damn good. Yeah.
3: So, yeah. Um, yeah, I think. Men seem solid too. Chris Milenberg
1: has. has that has really done a good job at quickly turning the program into something r- like yeah. on the verge of relevancy. And you can clearly see like this team in like 2023 is going to be a top 10 team. Like no questions about it. Like, and it's kind of well, crazy. Women, took even it to-
3: quicker, probably. Yeah.
1: Women. Yeah. Women. that will probably be by 2022. But like, when did you take over a year ago, right before the pandemic or something like that? It wasn't that long ago, right? So I'm just impressed to take a team with like nothing, and then all of a sudden he has something like in two to three years. Mm -hmm. Shows what good coaching does. Yeah. Anyway.
3: Yeah. That was Mm -hmm. interesting. Yeah. The names The names have definitely piled up there in terms of um, how well they've they've recruited um, both the men and the women. Uh, Okay, we got a couple other stories, but we only have 20 minutes. What do you want to do next?
2: Uh, we'll do a couple other stories.
3: Right. So, which one do you want to do? <laughs> well, you decide. For a couple of the topics. You oh, you said story. Okay, What's we'll the story? About... We'll
1: do Shakari, Rich- well, Shakari no. Richardson.
3: We have Richardson, and then we have the trade deadline. Okay. Which... You
1: didn't seem really com- excited about this trade deadline idea. The trade – No, we'll do who the who trade know, deadline. NBA trade line on the you... deadline is Thursday, so I thought it would be fun to do trade deadline content on the Wednesday pod because Friday pod just... is not yeah, as yeah, fun.
3: yeah. But not that – But not that many people listen, care about that stuff, but it's fine. And the names of this, you have the same stuff as like a lot of it's the same as last year. Like Ed Eyestone and Mike Smith. I don't, you and Lincoln did it last year.
1: Okay, well, well, you're not Lincoln. You can do a better job. And we can not do all the topics. Wow.
3: Wow. You do not say that about FlowTrack employee turned tennis pro Lincoln Shrike. All right, we'll talk about uh, Shakira Richardson tweeted something. Is indoor over yet? With a yawning emoji. I guess I mean, she's not running indoors, which is a bummer. I think that this sentiment that she expressed though is probably shared by a decent amount of track and field athletes and fans who are just ready to move into outdoor because they see that as the better season. That's a season that culminates with a global championship, Olympics that everybody is bought into and everybody is able to compete. You obviously have people in indoor who their even their event isn't even um offered. So She's waiting. She's waiting as we all are.
2: I mean, it would have been fun, though, if she did do it indoor. Just watching her. In, like, oh, it would have been 60, great.
3: Yeah, it would have been great. Yeah. I mean, she shit. did it, but in 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 college, which is when everybody does indoor. You're guaranteed indoors if you're running in college. And then once you graduate, it's up to you. Some people are going to do it, and some people are never going to do it. It's interesting that someone like Noah Lyles has always run An indoor season even though the 200 is not conducive to indoors but other people just just opt out and they opt out every single year
1: i mean i kind of have this reaction sometimes indoors well right it's like all right it's just and at the end of the day you know like the wins and losses in indoor really actually mean absolutely nothing for your trajectory of that season um mm-hmm. obviously you're gonna enjoy the good you're gonna be like this is you're gonna you're gonna yeah take notice of the good and just like uh, ignore the bad and i feel like people do that with all the, the regular season meets um but it's still fun to watch them run fast it's fun to watch human bodies go in a circle at incredible paces that you're like mm-hmm. wow i wish i could do that so that's why i'm excited for BU. i'm gonna watch a bunch of men and women run on a track what uh 25 times? 25 times, yeah. 25 times, and I'm going to get excited, everyone. It's going to be great.
3: So <laughs> that
1: is kind of crazy when you think about it, watching people run in a circle 25 times.
3: Yeah, that's wild. Yeah. Anyway, Man, the replies on every tweet – she could tweet anything. She could tweet, like, good morning, and there would just be a million replies and people arguing about what she meant <laughs> by good morning. morning. It. Yeah, like, what? W- what's that mean? W- w- why? Why didn't she say good evening last night? It's pretty – it's pretty crazy. Um, but I I assumed she wasn't going to run indoors just based on previous seasons and yeah. that, that we hadn't seen her yet run. So this does not come as a surprise to me that she's not running it. Um, However, though, in her event or the event that she'd be running the 60, some consequential things can happen because if Elaine Thompson, her op, breaks the world record in the 60, that's a big story. That's a big story. <laughs> even though it is coming in, in the indoor season but that will that will break through people will take note of someone breaking a world record especially a world record from the 90s let's right, do two trades. trades
1: yeah we're doing two No, trades. we can
3: do all the trades we'll do all the trades we have 17 I mean, we'll do... minutes let's do yeah, all the people trades. Can TVO, enjoy this. uh scenario one so trade we're just fictitiously trading people uh you're no, gonna this is real me, this is real
1: life trading if we oh, trade you really you cool. have to switch allegiances transfer schools or change training groups like this is okay this is 100 real
3: all right and on all these you are going to propose to me right you make the trade and then i can either counter accept or decline all right scenario one okay yes you are team usa i am team jamaica go what's your trade offer
1: well that's not how i do my negotiation
3: all i'm saying to you
1: okay i'm team usa you're team jamaica i'm calling you and I'm just saying, all right, what do you, what do you want for Elaine Thompson? Hurrah. That's all I want. <laughs> I just want her. I want Elaine Thompson raw. You can have any, there, there's no one off the table on my side. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you if it's too much, I'll, I'll, I'll give you like a starting point. Okay. Elaine Thompson, raw. I will give you
2: Ronnie Baker, Trayvon Bromell, Arian Knighton. And two future US NCA champions.
1: Like NCA uh, champions that are born in the US. No, no. So that's That's not. a no you, that's a good deal, bro. You get Knighton. No. you get a young guy, prospect, you get Bromel yeah. and Baker who are automatically gonna make world finals, and you're getting two NCA US based champions. Come on, bro. That's a good I'm deal. I'm losing
3: a I'm losing a guaranteed medal possibly gold, someone who has several years left and can break the world record. A thing mo has to be involved in any trade package with Elaine Thompson Hurrah.
1: No, no, Jamaica. she's she's off the limits. I'm not trading a thing All right, mo. no deal. What then. Tra- no what no, but what I'm trying to say is you have no one on the men's events. You need to restock your
3: men's teams. Like I know Jamaica I want men's a men's spr- sprinter too. Yeah you in, need the 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 trade needs to me? include a thing mo. I want a no. thing mo and Trayvon Bromel.
1: No, here's the thing. Hold on. Just hold on. Hold on. hold on. We'll just take a break. We'll take a break. Right now, you have no male sprinters. If you had Ronnie that. Baker, Arian Knighton, and Trayvon Bromell on your team, you guys become relevant. You need to be relevant. You can't just hold Team Jamaica on one individual. You need to let go of that individual and start building a team. You need depth. You have no depth on the men's side. So, you know, you can still have Shelly-Ann Fraser-Price. She can... Have her swan song of a, the next few years. Just give me Elaine Thompson Raw and I'll give you I'm not Arian Knighton. I'll give you your next I'm bolt. Not man. I'm not giving, giving you your
3: next bolt. I'm giving you your next bolt, I'm Arian not, I'm not giving up the athlete of the year for three people who didn't medal.
1: Okay. I, right, I
3: want a men's sprinter as part of it, but it needs to include a sure gold medal. So it's either a thingmo or Sidney McLaughlin plus a men's sprinter. That's what I want.
2: Okay,
1: I'll give you a men's sprinter. I'll give you two men sprinters. You know what? I'll give you Fred Curley. I'll give you Fred Curley. Take off Baker. I'll give you Curley, Olympic silver medalist. I'll give you Fred Curley. I'll give you Knighton.
3: Mhm.
1: Fred Curley and Knighton. So you get in like the now and the future in the men's sprints. I need a gold medalist. Then I will give you. I'll give you Shakari
2: Richardson.
3: I need a gold medalist. I need a gold medalist. I need, a, I think Mo or I need Sidney McLaughlin. That's what I need. Sounds like we're not coming God. to a deal. Next scenario. All right. Uh, you're Mike Smith. I'm at, I. but th- that's insane that you, that no one would make that trade that you're proposing by the way. No one, they're not, Elaine Thompson or Ra is special. Like you, you would need, like, it would need to be someone Stefan Hassan, Sidney McLaughlin, a thing, but like that tier of people. Like, Trading her for someone who has not won a medal is crazy. No. not happening. I'm
1: giving you I'm giving no. you Arian Knighton. You're gonna look back on this in ten years and be like, I could have had uh, like a five time l five time medalist because I wanted mm-hmm. two more years of Elaine Thompson Hurrah. No. You need, Arian Knighton is the best two young more prospect years?
3: you could get. She's pretty young. I I think she's having two more years. All I'll, right. give no two. I'll give you no Lyles.
1: I'll give you Noah Lyles straight up.
3: Lyles for Elaine Thompson, hurrah! I'll Who give would you Lyles, Curly.
1: I'll give you Lyles, Curley, and Knighton for Elaine Thompson, hurrah!
3: Well, he's you gotta a take leader. that deal. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll take that. I'll take that. Okay, we got a deal. All right, got a deal. <laughs> he want He want I'll a gold. call their agents. Want I'll call
1: their agents and let them know that they are uh, now okay. Americans and Jamaicans. They're switching
3: nationalities. All right. All the right. Next, next scenario. scenario. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you're Mike Smith. I'm Ed Stone. Go.
1: So NAU's Mike Smith versus Ed stone on BYU. I want – you know what? What? I don't think I, you have anyone I want because Connor Mance is gone. Casey Klinger. <laughs> Moving on. He's probably the only one I would want. But if, for Casey Klinger, I'm probably only willing to give you like, like a Brody Hasty and a Ryan Raff for Casey Klinger. I'm being honest. You need more depth. I, I, I'll call you next year. I'll call you next year on this trade. We'll see what, we'll see what other uh, people coming back from Mormon uh, mission that I'm going to want to mm-hmm. pluck from your roster. We'll call it next. We'll call it next year.
3: So we'll skip that trade. Scenario three, you are Florida women's head coach. I am the Texas women's head coach. Go ahead.
2: I will give you... What do I want? What do you need? Hey, what do I need? I don't need anything. I'll give you Grace Stark Mm -hmm. and Anna Hall for Tyra Giddens. So, for those who don't know, Grace Stark, great sixty and sixty
1: hurdler. She's young. She's a sophomore. I'd have to do the math on the sophomore. And Anna Hall, she's a great heptathlete, young, a sophomore. Tyra Gittins only has one year left, or two years left, I guess. A year and a half. She'll probably go pro. So.
3: I mean, so Stark, Stark can score
2: in the 60, 60 hurdles. Yes.
1: Yeah.
2: Hall young can score in the hept.
3: Can Hall score anything else? Maybe the high jump. But maybe right. the hept. so... So there's three scoring events there between those two plus the four by four. Gittens can score in three, so it's pretty even. But Gittens is more guaranteed that she's gonna get the 30 points. I might do it though, because how many? wait, is Stark what your Stark?
1: Sophomore. They're both sophomores.
3: I think I might do it because even with Gittens this year, I'm not gonna win. I'm gonna come up short. I have no idea why you would do this. Because yeah, it's bad you want to, you just want to, you want to get to like 110 points, but this, this would a, be a deal, for 2023 for me. So yeah, I accept your offer.
1: This is a Tyrese Halliburton for Sabonis deal. This is a Sacram- I'm being the Sacramento GM right now. Accepted. the deal. Okay.
3: Deal is accepted. I'll take my second place this year and then make a run at the title next year. Two more scenarios. Number four. Uh, you are Jerry Schumacher. I am Dathan Ritzenhein. Both coaches of professional groups. Who are we
1: Let's you propose a deal. Come on, you can propose a deal to me. You're Dathan. Who do you want from Team Bowerman?
3: Um, who do I want from Team Bowerman? It's a good question. So, got Oliver Hoare, got Beamish, got Klecker. You got Monson you want me out here. V- Monson, Villarreal. I guess I'd want another women's. Yeah, that's what you athlete. want. Athlete. But I don't know, you know, what would I give in exchange? Like, Klecker, like, you already have, you'd have the whole podium at the 10K because you have Fisher and Kincaid. Do you want maybe Oliver Hoare? Because that's a 1,500-meter guy? Yeah. But, like, what the, the, like, why would Ritz, you know, that's not, you need to give me a lot. Like, you'd basically need to trade frericks
2: and... No. I'll Gee, give yes, you so. – oh, here
1: we go. I'll give you
2: – I don't think I'm going to trade you, Oliver Hoare. I'll give
1: you it's... Cranny, Centro, and Vanessa oh, okay. Frazier
3: for Oliver Hoare. Is Centro on an expiring?
1: Yeah, he's on an expiring. But I'll give you Centro, uh, Cranny, and Frazier
3: for Oliver Hoare. I don't, I don't think I would do that. I just feel like Oliver Hoare is a franchise guy. I don't think yeah, I would but you can
1: have one last run with Centro, right? You get, get, get over the top with Centro. Uh, Frazier's a good, like, solid, like, going to make some finals. And then Cranny, you know, she's already proven that she can mix it up there and make some world teams. Yeah. And you need, you need, a, you need more women on your team. She'll be a great training partner with Alicia Monson. Imagine the Monson-Cranny duo. Like, mm. just picture that. Monson, Cranny, Cranny, Monson. <laughs> you don't need Oliver. But I'm Hort. Not... Just
3: give me Oliver hoard You have Century. No, I. Don't... I think I'm gonna keep Oliver Hoare because he's young. He can medal already. I. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think there's anything that you have.
2: Whoa. Whoa.
3: That is equivalent to him. So it would have to be with
2: Beamish. What do you want for Beamish? What for can Beamish? I get Beamish? For Beamish. I'll Beamish. I'll give you. I'll give you Josh Thompson. Okay. I'll give you Amos Bartelsmeyer, and I'll okay. give you Evan Jagger. Well, you said the women is what all needs. So I well, need like Ferris.
3: I can't give you There's no way. Yeah, I'm yeah. yeah for that, she's off. She's works. probably off limits. I'm not giving you for ex. Okay, uh, and you're not gonna. We might have no deal honestly.
1: here. We might have no deal. Yeah, no, no deal. deal. All
3: right. On no and deal. have not come to terms. With <sighs> That's the unfortunate. deal.
1: Okay. Final scenario. This is a new one. I am NFL commissioner Roger Goodell. Okay. You are World
2: Athletics president. Seb Coe. All right. We're making the deal. I want I'm ready. this is who I want. I want Grant Holloway, and I want what? and I want Fred Curley,
1: and I want donovan brazier,
3: Okay, what I want. Give me a lot of money <laughs> give me a lot of just money, cash Hustle. considerations,
1: just cash a considerations bunch of money. And I'll give yeah. you Tyree kill. I'll give you Tyree kill.
3: Give you Tyreek kill. What's the goal here? Just increase popularity in your sport.
1: Yeah, you need an NFL player, right? People were watching DK Metcalf run 10-3, right? Yeah, so yeah. I have a lot they of these guys out there that you'll be able to use the name, image, likeness of an NFL player to help grow your sport, right? I know. And but what I in ask in you? return is what in you want it for those me? guys? I mean, Grant Holloway might be able to, you know, make a practice squad in the NFL. Why not? You got some depth if there's injuries out there. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, there really isn't anyone on the tr- in the track world that will really raise the, the TV revenue needle for the NFL. But I'm I know a big track do. fan, so I kind of want to help you out. And I want to give Donovan I Brazier know. a chance to prove that he thought he could make the NFL.
3: I, I know what you do. All right, what do I do? You trade. Not that the NFL needs more exposure, but the NFL gives Track a big-name player that they can throw into these races to gin up interest. In exchange, Track gives NFL its nightly, one nightly time slot during the Olympic trials.
2: Ooh. Okay.
3: Where they would probably do a practice or a combine draft I don't know scrimmage or something but right in the middle of the summer prime time the trials are going on but it's not going to be on NBC or wherever because NFL bought that time slot
1: well no this is what I think we would do I give you Tyree Kill and whoever else you need and in exchange you muzzle the track fans from criticizing (laughs) NFL athletes' speed.
3: Yeah. 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 No, I I think everybody that's deal all around on that one. Yeah. That's a good one. That's a good one. How long? Okay. Let me ask you, let me ask you this question. If just say hypothetical, like Holloway won gold in 2024. And then he said, my next goal is to make the NFL. That obviously would be a big story in the track world. Like, he's like, I'm retiring from track. I'm going all in on the NFL. How much of a story do you think that would be in the general sports world? And for how long would it be a story?
1: I don't think it would be that big. I mean, because Marquise Goodwin
2: did it. Yeah.
1: He was a track athlete, and then he played. He was became a wide receiver for the 49ers, and uh, that's all it was. You know, it's like, all right, track guy. It only would become a story if Grant Holloway became, one, a quarterback. Like, if he became a quarterback, that would be a story. Yeah.
2: Like, it would have been a story. Like, imagine
1: if, uh, what's his name?
3: Um, well, like, Goodwin never, like, he made the Olympic team, right? But in this never, hypothetical, but like, the thing it's is gold, like, it's a gold medalist.
1: The people who... Watch the Olympics outside of the people that follow the up, subpo- like the actual track fans, just being an Olympian and being like an Olympic medalist kind of just blend together because okay. people just expect all Olympians to win medals, right? It's like they don't understand that. You know, what if it was a hundred meter champion? It's a lot champion, harder though? to make.
3: Yeah, I don't what know if people, it was the fastest Olympic, fan on earth.
1: Fastest sprinter would be different. I think because if Holloway was the hundred meter champion, that would be different. I think it's because it's a hurdles. It's not as big. Yeah. But RG3, if RG3 Mm -hmm. became, was an Olympic champion and then became the Mm -hmm. quarterback of the Redskins or Washington football team or Washington commander, sorry, three names now. We're three names in. uh, Then maybe. I think it just has to be the position. They have to be Mm -hmm. like the quarterback for the people to care about the story. Because no one cares. I mean – Eagles, we one of the one of, one of the, one have one of the best offensive linemen. He played rugby, and it's just like a fun little side stat. It's not like a whoa yeah. rugby yeah. NFL crossover. It's- what about Krauser offensive tackle? Would you be interested in that? Krauser and offensive tackle will be fun. Um, yeah, I think, but I think it'd just be fun for us. I think that's the thing. I don't think the regular person who doesn't really have an understanding of track and field will appreciate the the craziness of a track-first athlete or field-first athlete Mm -hmm. actually succeeding in the
3: NFL. Lawrence Okoye, the British discus thrower, went out for the NFL after 2012, and then he made... Did he make the team? He made the he played on the Niners, on the practice squad. Then in '15, he was on the Cardinals practice squad, <laughs> Jets practice squad, Cowboys for a minute. I don't think he ever got into a game. And then he went to the CFL, but I don't think he ever played. I think the sprint thing is different one because they're higher profile, and two, you can act. It's very easy for the layperson to see their speed in action. So you'd want to see. The Olympic hundred meter champion just run a go route and everybody would lose their mind. Or they'd want to see him if you know if they're in the 40. Underrated athletic feat, Robert Griffin the third, amazing four-meter hurdler and NFL quarterback. That's yeah. pretty pretty too diverse set of skills there that he was able to master. I mean, RG3, if I'm remembering this correctly, graduated high school early enrolled in Baylor early, and then when he was enrolled in Baylor, made the Olympic trials semifinals. So as a, as a high school senior, RG3 made the Olympic trials semis in the 4 hurdles. So I think, mean, if he stuck with it, I, th- I think he obviously could have had a puncher's chance at least at making the Olympic team. I got a,
1: And then to RG3, be quarterback RG3, too, it's crazy. Yeah, I have an RG3 story for you. In 2012, yeah. I ran into him at the Arizona airport for some reason. And I think he was either a rookie or had just been drafted or was like a year in. I'm not sure. 2012. Hmm. Off-season 2012. What was he, a rookie? I don't know. But I went up to him. I was okay. like, yo, are you going to like stick with track? And his, his initial response was like, yeah, I'm going to run the Olympics for like 2016. And I was like, really? He's like, yeah. I think I knew do both. But then obviously he got hurt, and then like yeah. that got sidetracked. But like his initial, I mean, I'm, I'm sure not a lot of people go up to him when he was an NFL mm-hmm. player and be like, "Yo, are you still doing track?" Like that's probably like gets, he gets asked that ne- yeah. never. And I was surprised how like Candy was like, "Yeah, man, I'm yeah, I'm still, I still, I'm still thinking about it. I still think I can do it." Mm-hmm. I was like, "Really?" He's like, "Yeah."
3: True story. Forty 49- nine. got hurt. Oh, it never happened. He had forty nine twenty two for me hurdles in. 2008. Now, I know we're in the world of Warholm with 45s now, but for a high school senior to run that time, pretty good back then. He's married to a heptathlete too from Estonia.
1: Imagine if RG3 did go to the Olympics and stuck with him, became and also never got hurt and was still like a good top 15 NFL quarterback. And literally, yeah. this 400 meter hurdle race that we saw in 2021. Also included an active NFL quarterback. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who like got third in the race. Yeah.
3: Everyone would be like Wait. going nuts. <laughs> the interest would obviously go, would benefit more track. So the int- for, for football going to track would obviously be a bigger boom for track versus a track person going to the NFL where they have plenty of other storylines that everybody's interested in. But, yeah, interesting hypotheticals. All right, will leave it there. Uh, thanks to our sponsor, Hoka. Hoka, faster forward. Go check out the CLO, MD, and LD, Hoka.com. Thanks to Colt. Thanks to Travis. We'll be back Friday. More previews, more predictions. We're going to fill up Gordon's board behind him. Also, big shout out, Blue Valley Southwest, cross country. Yeah, yeah, Hoka.
1: See you guys later.